0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2.
1: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Oh, yeah. Yes, welcome to the last hour
2: of Wednesday. This is Collective Noun. Hello, Zach.
3: Oh, Dom, I'm so excited tonight because you know we do this show and it's pretty light-hearted. Yeah, yeah. But tonight I wanted to demonstrate my range <laughs> as a creative... Okay. Um, Filmmaker. (laughs) um, Investigative journalist. Right, okay. So you're saying that instead of the
2: usual funny stories and things like that, tonight you're taking a bit of a Ray Martin, Tracy Grimshaw approach to something.
3: I'm going to debut my... First ever documentary on the show tonight, Dom, and right. it's something that I feel like has gone for too long without saying something about it.
2: Okay, well, my experience with documentaries, Zach. Obviously, in high school, you watch a bunch of documentaries, maybe in science class, or maybe about the the world wars. Yeah. Uh, David Attenborough's known for his documentaries. Yes. What what genre are you
3: into? Um, taking things to the ground. <laughs> Have you seen Michael Moore? And he walks into the four years of buildings and he says, I want to talk to the boss of this bank.
2: Right, okay. Get him
3: down here right now because the banks are screwing people over (laughs) and I need to make it right. Australia, there's things in our schoolyards, they're in our cars, they're in our homes, and I feel like they're destroying our lives. Wow. And I've made a documentary about it that I want to play on tonight's show.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Zach, I've got a bit of a problem in my social media life that I'm hopeful you can help me out with a bit here.
3: Okay, I'll do my best. I don't come with a guarantee. No, no. But I come with a guarantee that I'll try my best.
2: Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, now, my Instagram account, at uh, Domfay for all those who do want to check it out, how would you describe it? Um, Yeah. <laughs> You yeah, very
3: rarely post.
2: Yeah, you it basically it's the Instagram equivalent of the in the old Western
3: movies. You know, the
2: tumbleweed rolling across screen.
3: You can always tell someone doesn't post a lot on Instagram mm. with one scroll yes. if you go back a couple of years.
2: Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's true. Very true. I think I have like 15 or 20 posts up total, and I've been right. on there for about five years. Okay. Right? So, not a big poster. I haven't used it much, but slowly through friends and family, I guess I've accumulated followers over time. Mm-hmm. A few followers. Um, now, recently, probably in the past week or two, I've started doing stories, right? So, it's the first time... I've put anything on Instagram for some time, just stories of where I've been on holidays or, yep. you know, maybe a story of what I'm having for dinner, right? Just a picture of video video, You know how stories work, right? <laughs> anyway, and I thought, finally, my followers will feel like Dom's on. We've yep. been waiting so long and he's finally decided to start using Instagram. We're finally getting the content we've been wanting.
3: I have noticed over the weekend you're in Tasmania. Yeah, I was. And you put up a few stories from Launceston, was it?
2: Yeah. And what did you think of my stories? Um,
3: good? I thought they could have a bit more context. <laughs> they were just random photos. <laughs> 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 I didn't really understand what they were.
2: Well, baby steps. I'm, I'm taking yeah, okay. small incremental steps to fix it. Anyway, so I went onto my Instagram page uh, earlier today mm. thinking, you know, probably two weeks now. I reckon I'll put up maybe eight or nine stories, mm. you know, my followers will be loving this. Maybe You're I just checking in to
3: see if you've gone viral.
2: <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. No, I just thought maybe uh, word of mouth will have spread about my stories and I will have gained a few followers. Somehow, despite finally using my account for the past two weeks for the first time in years, I've lost 20 followers. That seems like a lot. (laughs) Oh, especially when you don't have that many to start with. My Instagram account, finally putting something on it, has made people unfollow me. Mm. They preferred the completely inactive account to me actually doing stuff with it. Well,
3: unfortunately, what you did was reminded them (laughs) that you existed. (laughs) Because when you weren't posting, they'd probably forgot it. And the thing with stories is, like, also, it's delicate because, like, you can annoy people with them. What do you mean? If you use them too much, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, because that's like, they're kind of forced to watch right, it. Whereas okay. like in the feed, you can scroll past pretty easy, but it's a bit harder. You got to like click through it. Yes, so maybe okay. people are like, oh, I'm not interested in the Launceston photos that are out of context.
2: <laughs> but 20 of my followers, Zach, I can't, I can't afford to lose 20. If yes. I keep up at this rate, I will have no followers by July. Well,
3: that's one possibility. The second possibility yes. is that uh, Instagram's cracking down on those followers you bought a while back. <laughs> <laughs> the fake ones. <laughs>
2: I, mean, I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> that was some years ago now. I did buy some followers. You're right.
3: So I reckon that's um, a possibility as well. Some of the bots are getting uh, you <laughs> know, vacuumed out.
2: <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm here at a crossroads, Zach. In mm. one direction, I can choose to go back to my old ways, mm-hmm. stop posting things, and just try to preserve and hold on to the followers I do have. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I can keep posting things and risk losing all of my followers. Mm. You're someone who's much better at Instagram than I am. I'm hopeful maybe you can give me the advice on what I
3: should do with this. Okay. Well, what you have at the moment is you have oh, a boat...
2: I, sh- I should also mention and you are one of my followers, right? Yes. You're one of the followers, so this does affect you as well. You know what, actually? Yeah?
3: What I'm going to do is jump on Instagram right now. Yeah, do that. And uh, I'm going to join the horde.
2: <laughs> I'm Don't ju- do that, I'm no. jumping overboard. Zach, I can't, I can't lose any others, uh, please. Search for Dom Fay. Don't do
3: this. Following.
2: I'm going to get that unfollow report in my email. I've just can...
3: unfollowed. Oh, Zach. <laughs> this is not... I... And I feel free. <laughs> I understand what they're doing. <laughs>
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach
3: and Dom. Dom, this is usually a pretty light-hearted show, but Mm.
1: in the next 10 minutes,
3: um, we're going to take a delve into investigative journalism. Okay. I have filed an audio documentary.
2: You've been working on this for some time, haven't you? Yeah, that's right, Dom. I've
3: I've seen something in our society that I feel like is really taking over. Mm. It's in our schools, our homes, our backyards. I feel like someone needs to say something because I feel like if we don't stop it now, Mm. it could get out of control. Well,
2: I'm looking forward to you lifting a little on that controversy shortly.
3: This is Dom's Google History. Before we get there, though, Dom... (laughs) We've well, got to keep things light-hearted.
2: <laughs> Dovetail straight out of that into into
3: this. Each week, Dom, I go through your Google search history. I yes. pick out my three favourite things, yep. and you have to explain to the people of the country why you Googled the weird and wonderful things that you Googled. What do we got? The first thing you Googled, Dom, was at Tuesday at 7.59pm. Is Napoleon
2: still alive? <laughs> I mean, the answer's no. That's the first thing I learned. You know the Napoleon I'm talking about?
3: Uh, the French um, leader?
2: <laughs> yes, Napoleon. Is it Napoleon Bonaparte? Is that the same? That's his last name? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know a lot of what he's done. But...
3: Obviously. <laughs> because this guy existed hundreds of years ago. I think
2: the 1700s was his era. Mm. Um, so I... why did you think
3: he was still alive?
2: Well, I just, was someone... there a
3: hoax going around?
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I guess someone said Napoleon, and part of my mind was like... Oh, is he one of the guys who was like ages ago or one of the more recent explorers? I mean not that there's been a heap of recent explorers, but you know what I mean. I thought he could have been like a nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties kind of guy. Did you any... do like the French Revolution in school? <laughs> <laughs> I actually did do modern history and Asian history and top of the class. So really Okay, well been... there we
3: go, everyone. Schools don't work. <laughs> the education system is broken.
2: <laughs> well, it's been downhill since my schooling days,
3: you're hundred no, percent right. He's been passed on for a while.
2: Yeah, a few hundred years. <laughs> and uh, may
3: he rest in peace. Uh, the next thing you do, Dom, Tuesday at 8.12pm. Is eating raw chicken really that bad?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty bad.
3: What happened? Did you eat some raw chicken or were you Whoa. short on time and you thought that maybe you could get take it straight out the fridge? Um,
2: no, well, I mean... Okay, so I cooked up some chicken for dinner, mm. and it was sitting on the plate, and I cut into it, and it was it was quite pink on the inside. And I was just wondering, like, you know, how risky is it really? Because I could have put it back in the pan for five or ten more minutes. Mm. That's what I was thinking of doing. But then I'm like, could I just go for it now? Is it that bad? Yep. You know, I knew there were some dangers of, is it salmonella or something? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there were some dangers. There's not one I, that
3: you want to muck around with, though.
2: No, but I was just wondering, is it that serious? Or is it like, uh, advisably don't do it, but it's okay if you do it every now and then. Right. Turns out, no, never do it. <laughs> so <laughs> what answer. did you do? Put it back in the fryer. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> for, for 20 minutes just to be <laughs> safe. <laughs> it was pretty rubbery by the end, but at least I didn't get salmonella. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's a positive. D- yes.
3: <laughs> You'd have rubber chicken every day over... <laughs> A horrible illness.
2: No, absolutely, you're right. And I feel like I've learned a very important life lesson there.
3: Uh, the last thing you Googled, Dom, Wednesday at 430 a.m. How to know if your parents love you the most. <laughs> <laughs> and you then proceeded to take a BuzzFeed quiz <laughs> that told you whether or not you were the favourite sibling.
2: Well, okay, you've, you've got what? Well, you've got three sisters yeah. yourself, right? You can't tell me you've never wondered. Do my parents love me the most? That's never crossed Uh, your mind.
3: It doesn't bother me at all. I trust that my parents love me.
2: But but, but has it ever crossed your mind whether or not you're the favourite? Do you think you are the favourite? No. You're not the favourite? I don't
3: think so, and it doesn't
2: bother me. Okay, well, it does bother me. I need to be the favourite in my parents' eyes. I don't have a lot going for me. That's Mm. one thing I hope I would. So I was just curious to find out, you know, because every parent does have a favourite. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I reckon they're lying when they say they don't. So I wanted to find out how you'd know if you were or not. And what did you find out? The BuzzFeed quiz says I was. I'd definitely be my parents' favourite. Yeah, so- but that's
3: because you, it was reporting on your thoughts. And yeah. of course you were going to report positively towards <laughs> yourself.
2: Well, you know what? That's true. The only way I can actually find out would be if I directly asked my parents, am I their favourite? Have favorite? you done that? Well, I did uh, run up by dad on the weekend. Yeah. And he pulled out the whole, I don't have a favourite line. Which did you just- push him on it? I, I should have pushed him harder, to be honest, because it did feel like he was covering something up.
3: Is he awake now?
2: He would be awake now, yes.
3: Should we call him? <laughs>
2: what well, you want to call my dad and see if I'm the favourite? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, we can do that.
3: You said just then on the radio you were very yes. interested. It was very important to you that you were your parents' favourite. Yeah. Your dad wouldn't give you an answer. He kept trying to dovetail out of it when you asked him. Yeah. I feel like maybe if it's on the radio and we raise the stakes a little bit, yes. we might get an answer.
2: Well, that's what I'm looking for. I did Google, had enough you, your parents' favourite. I, I feel like I am. I honestly, I'm just going to, I'm not confident in many things in my life, you, but I feel like I might be their favourite.
3: Do you have any reasons why?
2: Um... Oh, I spend the most time with them. Okay. That's a positive, isn't it? Yeah. That's got to count for something.
3: Well, let's put your dad's phone number in and call yes. him. It's quarter past <laughs> 11. Will he be awake?
2: Uh, he should be awake. And hopefully we can... This. Do you want to play good cop, bad cop this? Or what do you reckon we do with this? Just direct out, ask him?
3: I reckon I push him yep. for it. And so I can probably be a bit more of the bad cop. And you can be the good cop, because then that will paint you well.
2: Oh, and for clarification, I have two brothers. Older brother Ash, younger brother Hudson. So I guess that's the competition. That's the field we're looking at here. Okay.
3: Um, We'll put his number in. I reckon we could get him Mm. to say that you're his favourite. I hope so. Hello. Richard. Zach and Dom here. How you doing? Hey, Zach. How are you? Well, thank you. You are live on the radio, so... Please, no swearing.
2: <laughs> you, uh, you're such a potty mouth usually, Dad, so it's it's good to have you, I guess, in these restrictions. Um, You obviously have no idea why we're calling. It is late at night, but this is a very important question we need to put to you, and all I'm going to say is, before I ask it, I need you to guarantee us you're going to give us the truth when you hear it. Can you do that? Do I have a lie? Well, I'm not <laughs> sure, Dad, <laughs> but, but can you promise us you'll tell us the truth right now? I'll tell the truth.
3: Okay, Dom, ask your question.
2: Dad... Who is your favourite child?
3: Oh,
0: that's easy. That'd be my dog. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It cop has outs.
3: to be one of your three boys. Yes, no
2: cop
0: out. And
3: there's no, no one's my favourite. There's no
2: animals. <laughs> no, you, you, just, you know that the dog is the you, cop you, out. I want the honest you, truth. Who is your favourite son? Is it me? Is it my older brother Ash? Is it my younger brother Hudson? Well, be it, honest. It's,
0: all, it's always the one I'm talking to. Oh, oh he's giving us, man, listen
2: to this. this is again this is like he's in the interrogation room and he's yes. saying i don't know where the money's hidden this no is,
3: <laughs> this is like one of those press conferences for donald trump <laughs> where they're like just answer the
2: question it's um, not a hard question we know you have a favorite we know every parent does and we need a direct answer who is the favorite
0: all well, I can say right now, Dominic, is your brother is giving me a neck massage. So what am I going to say? <laughs> uh,
3: what can you offer, Dom? Uh, <laughs> you yeah. just
2: turned into
0: bribery. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy you dinner all on
3: right. the
2: weekend, Dad. I'll buy you dinner.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then it's Ash. Your brother.
3: brother, uh, oh. brother. Okay. Can you look <laughs> after them in their old age, Dom? <laughs> <laughs> Make some promises.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry, I can't play favorites because... Uh, I want to, I want all three sons to uh, stay in good relationship with me. So. Okay,
3: Dom, you got to start threatening. We tried honey. <laughs> now threaten to leave so the family. It's
2: it's time for the bad cop scenario. Yeah, yeah. All right, Dad, what if I was to tell you that uh, my favourite parent stake is on the line here? Oh,
0: that's a good one. <laughs> oh, well, that's easy. That's your mum. Well, well,
2: I'm, 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 I'm telling you, Dad, I'm going to make it her if you don't give me a better uh, answer. Yeah, right,
0: this doesn't work because no, no,
3: you are a mum's boy, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> she explodes, that knows. That's over. So, Richard, your last chance, you're not going to give us an answer? No, sorry, I'm not gonna play
2: favourites. Uh. <sighs> Jeez, he's really done the parent training course well, hasn't he? That's one of the things they sit you down and they brief you on.
3: But you know what, Dom? What? It's definitely not you then. What do you mean? Do you know what I mean? Well, he's not like no one wins in this situation,
2: right? Okay, so you're saying when Donald Trump's avoiding something, it's because he's avoiding, uh, like, he yeah, doesn't want to he say doesn't the truth. want to give you the sad news
3: because if it was you, he knows your brothers aren't listening. That's he would so, say it was
1: you.
2: Oh, that's so true. Oh, well, I guess we've got to Sorry answer. to say that,
3: mate, but I am more accurate than BuzzFeed quizzes.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
3: Dom. Fidget spinners have been taking the world by storm. These oh, yeah. are the little devices that you spin in your fingers. They're meant to help you concentrate. Mm. Uh, they're meant to help you like stop fidgeting.
2: They're 2017 Pokemon Go. I'm yep. calling it that. They're the new fad. I've bought one today uh, on eBay. It's on its way. Have you actually? Yes, I have. I I went with the black <laughs> option. It was one of the very few options left. It's almost sold out. It's uh, mm. schools are banning it. It's such a it's the biggest toy of
3: the year. No dumb. No. You've made a big big mistake because I've been following fidget spinners and the rise of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are rightfully pointing out, they're in the news today, they've been banned from schools. Mm. But that's just the start of it. It's actually a lot deeper than that. Uh, the problems they're causing yeah. are worldwide. Really? Yeah. I've actually, I've actually put together a, a little bit of like a, a serious documentary about it. Fidget spinners are the new craze around schoolyards. Are they just a fun toy? Or something more sinister. In the wrong hands, they've been causing problems, and many schools have banned them. But it's not just schoolyards. Fidget spinners have taken over our politicians in Canberra. The devices, <laughs> which I noticed
0: you're all holding in your hands, so that's, that's the modern world.
3: Taylor Swift has spoken out about what she's lost because of her fidget spinner addiction. Losing
1: everything, like losing my friends and my family and, like, ending up alone. But
3: the problems go even deeper. In a recently leaked report, Hillary Clinton said she got a fidget spinner a week and a half before last year's election. She was so distracted... Donald Trump won. The reason
0: why I believe we lost were the intervening
3: events in the last 10 days. Fidget spinners have also been blamed for Australia's high house prices, slow internet, and are now even considered one of the leading causes of climate change. I think that is the biggest problem that mankind has ever had to face. It's not too late, Australia. We need to get this before it spins out of control. Control. I hope Jeez, after hearing wow. that, Dom, you'll reconsider your purchase and I, return your fidget spinner.
2: I had no idea they were causing that much damage. Mm. Well, do you I feel mean, bad now? Well, I mean, uh, the documentary was heavy on emotion, light on facts. I'm not sure how they're causing the damage. But you know what? I'm convinced. I'm, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm
1: No, mate, you don't convinced. need to do
3: that. You just need to put scary music underneath. <laughs> Haven't you seen any of the documentaries <laughs> on Netflix?
1: This is and dumb. A story out
3: today of maybe the biggest tight ass in the world. <laughs> yep. The headline is uh, Austin man 37 sues his date for $17 31 <laughs> because she was texting while they watched guardians of the galaxy volume two.
2: It's already I'm hearing, you know, love is in the air, romantic bells. <laughs> what a great date that is. <laughs>
3: okay. So this man, he says about 15 minutes into the movie, mm. his date pulls out his, her phone yep. and starts texting. He said it was one of his biggest pet peeves. Um, in in the official court documents that he's issued to uh, his <laughs> former date, uh, he, ex- he explained that his experience was adversely affected by the texting. He goes on to say that he asked his date to stop texting and then suggested that she goes outside if she was going to continue to do it. Right. She then left the theatre and drove away, which left the man <laughs> by himself without a ride home.
1: Look, it uh, sounds
3: like it was a date that didn't go well. He yes. wants to get the money for the movie and the pizza he shouted back.
2: Jeez, he got wait, he got pizza and a movie Apparently. for $17.31. Where's that cinema? <laughs>
3: yeah. What a great price. Um, but don't you think like yeah, that's kind of the risk you take. Like, yes. if a date goes badly, you can't ask for the money back.
2: Oh, I mean, I think that's kind of the agreement. It's not like I'm paying for, for the dinner, and your, your end of the bargain yeah. is that you like me. That's yes. not how it works. You you pay the money, and you, you take what comes from there.
3: And also, I mean, like, she claims that yep. she wasn't bothering anyone by the texting. She says it wasn't constant texting, and I kept my phone low, and and I wasn't bothering anyone. Mm. So, I mean, like... <laughs>
2: Really? Yeah, I mean, look, there's probably a reason he's single at 37. Uh, do you know what I mean?
3: So what we want to do, 13, <laughs> 10, 60, we want to dob in a cheapskate.
2: Yeah, and look, I want to start this off, Zach, by dobbing in my dad, Richard. He is, he's always been a cheapskate. My whole childhood, he's been a cheapskate. But there's one particular instance I remember from a few years ago. We went out for a family dinner, uh, for a birthday dinner. And dad's biggest pet peeve is always paying for parking. He mm. hates paying for parking. He just won't do it. Mm. So we booked a really nice restaurant in the city. And instead of, there there was parking right at the front, street parking. On a Saturday night, it was $2.50 for a few hours, right? Mm. So pretty affordable. But instead of paying the $2.50, he parked two suburbs across. Mum was in heels. We walked three kilometres to the restaurant, through the suburban streets, with Google Maps on our phone, just like, I think it's a left up here. Mum's in her heels just because he didn't want to pay $2.50.
3: Well, that's a cheapskate.
2: That's a cheapskate. That's exactly, and he is dobbed in on the cheapskate hotline.
3: I had a friend once who we went to a newsagent, mm. right? And he goes, I got to pop in to get some stuff. And he went in and got some lollies and things. Yep. He came out and he goes, do you want a packet of gum? And I said, yeah, man, sure. Thank you. So he gives me a packet of gum and he goes, you can just pay me back later. <laughs> and I'm like. I didn't ask for the gum, dude. Like I thought that was a gift. Did you did you pay him back? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 70 cents. And I didn't even ask for the gum.
2: 131060. Uh is there a cheapskate in your life? Uh Sharni's on the Mornington Peninsula. Shani? Uh, who's the cheapskate you want to dob in? So it was actually my ex-best
0: friend.
2: Okay, Shani. Um, we'd always go for drives, I'd always give her lifts, and
0: she gave me ten dollars.
2: Ten dollars, right? So, so you're saying that she's she's very thoroughly underpaid for being oh, for the petrol.
0: Yes.
3: Okay. You can't do that because an Uber would cost you way more than. Yes, that. Yes, that's very true.
2: <laughs> Louise in Sydney. Uh, who's the chief get You want to dob in? Hello, Louise.
0: Oh, hi. Sorry, um, my friend and her boyfriend they came to stay with me, yep. and I was like, oh, I don't know what they'll want to eat for breakfast the next day, so I said. Get what you want, guys, and, yeah, I'll pay for it. So we get into the register. They're like, no, 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 we'll pay, we'll pay. And they both put, like, just a banana on the thing. So when the cashier, just, like, the cashier was putting the stuff through, they paid for their bananas separately. I think it was, like, 40 cents and, like, 50 cents. This isn't even when bananas were expensive. <laughs> Not even when we went through that stage of, like, there was a slice.
2: Oh like, wow! Bananas,
0: did, did you, we're so cheap.
2: Did you bring this up with them, Louise? Did you point out that they were being a bit cheap, or did you just uh, did you just accept mm. it and move on?
0: No, you know what? I've known her since I was really young, and I just thought to myself, it's because you're an only child, like you don't understand sharing. Like right. I'm just like. I'll buy it for you. It's
3: fine. And these are like educated people. She's like a lawyer. he was like a graphic designer like oh uh, yeah, look, if that' if no, that's, that's the lawyer yeah, they know how to squeeze the best <laughs> deal out of it though. That's
2: very true. that's very true. can I say banana? yes, that's that's cheap. If it was an avocado, then that that's another story That's a, that's story. a whole
3: other story. I uh, mean apparently you have to get a loan to buy <laughs> avocados these days.
2: Uh, lastly, Emma in Towoomba, who's the cheapskate you want to dob in?
0: Uh, unfortunately, it's my sister.
2: Your sister, Emma. What's how's uh, your sister cheap?
0: Um, she used to be absolutely terrible at buying gifts. So one year <laughs> I got ten one dollar scratchies, which she'd already
2: scratched. For me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the worst thing about that Emma is you know that had she won on one of the scratchies, you weren't getting that gift.
0: Well, yeah, there was there was two dollars, but it may have been twenty to start off with. <laughs> Who knows? That's unbelievable. <laughs> that's so what, Use scratchies? A uh, frozen chicken.
3: A frozen chicken as well? I
0: did. Yeah. No, the next year I got her a frozen chicken. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Not... <laughs> well, and that's it. It got a lot better
2: now. Right, okay. So that's you, you've taught her with the frozen chicken. You get 10 use scratches, and you think, you know what, the only response to this is a frozen chicken About That reminds
3: me of what my sister gave my mum as a gift once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she gave her a pair of shoes <laughs> yep. and my mum opened them and then she goes, these aren't my size. <laughs> and my sister's like, yeah, they're my size. I bought them for me, but they don't uh, I don't like them, so <laughs> You can have them.
1: (laughs) Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
3: This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context
2: News tonight, Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull doesn't believe the rumours that Taylor Swift has a new boyfriend. Well, anonymous and and no-one's seen them. Look, we've got to raise the standards of journalism a little bit here.
3: Also, Harry Styles loves watching Dora the Explorer.
2: I think that's what's so special about her is you can tell that it's her stories. So I'd say I,
3: I take that from her the most.
2: And Donald Trump has been putting together flat pack furniture from
0: Ikea. So it's been a lousy process. It's taken a long time to get... Uh, my cabinet done, and as you know, it's not even done now. This is record stuff, and it's it's very sad.
1: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
3: Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? We want to know. On thirteen ten sixty, if you are on your way home at the moment, mm. by asking you three questions, we think we can guess. Where you have been. We haven't been good at
2: this game lately, Zach. Uh, One point tonight would be our best result for all of May so far. So, fingers crossed. Chris in Melbourne's our first contestant. Uh, Chris, I want to know, when did you go to this place for the first time?
0: Uh, Today.
2: Today's the first ever time you've been there.
0: Oh, sorry, no, my my apologies, my apologies. I've been there for quite a while. We're
3: talking years, Chris? Yes. 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 Okay. Zach, you have a question too. I'm instantly thinking that it might be a workplace. Yep. Chris, is there a waiting room in this building? Ah, correct.
0: There There is is a a waiting waiting room. room.
2: Okay. And uh, Chris, how many minutes away from your house is this place?
0: Um, roughly about twenty five
2: minutes. Right. Twenty five minutes. It has to be a hospital. What? Where else would have a waiting room? Chris works at a wait. You know, like a a mechanics would have a waiting room to wait to pick up your car. Oh,
3: yeah. One of those late night mechanics. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Or <laughs> maybe a pizza place, if you're waiting to pick up your yeah, pizza. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think we have
3: to go hospital, though. A
2: hospital's the other one that's coming to mind. Chris, have you been in a hospital?
3: No, no, guys. Sorry, no, I haven't been in a hospital. Oh, well, what was it, Chris? Uh,
0: I work in a steel fabrication company that runs 24 hours a day and I have a waiting room for customers and stuff like
3: that. Oh, like, oh. Dom, I, <laughs> you were actually close with mechanics. <laughs> you mocked me with the mechanics. I know, I regret well, doing it. All right,
2: we've so still got two chances for a point tonight. So you got question one for Ash in Hobart.
3: Ash, is there a balcony on this building? There is a balcony on the building, Thank but you. it's not a part of the... The place yeah.
2: you've been. Okay, yep, right. Okay. So it belongs to a different tenant. Yes. Right, okay. Um, Ash, who have you been there with tonight? Are we talking friends, family, colleagues?
3: Uh, alone? Wouldn't that give that away a little bit?
2: Well, I mean, it might tell us you've been at work. It might not tell us where you
3: work, though, Ash.
2: Uh, uh, true, true. Uh, I've been there with colleagues, colleagues. Uh, and some friends have been there also. Colleagues oh, oh, and thank friends. Goodness. This uh, is so
3: hard. There's a balcony, <laughs> but there's not a balcony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, friends were there Ash, and also <laughs> colleagues. Can I ask, Ash, do you always speak in riddles or just tonight? <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm obviously trying to make it a little bit harder for you, boys. Okay, Ash, um, what is the state of the bathrooms there? <laughs> yeah, good question.
2: Clean, Immac- not clean?
3: Immaculate. It always has to okay, be clean. Very clean. Ooh. Oh, it
2: always has to be clean. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm just trying to think. Oh, is it after work drinks? Oh, well, would a bar have immaculate toilets Yeah, Zach? that's a good point. <laughs> Come on.
3: Hospital then. Oh. What do you think? <laughs> Going back to my hospital. I don't know why friends would be at a hospital.
2: Maybe they've popped into. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I reckon also, hospital,
3: because I'm going off the clean bathrooms. Yep. The balcony, because it's not really a part of it, but there might be a balcony somewhere. belongs to a specialist in the building or I something. I don't really know why the friends would be there, but that's what I'm going for.
2: <laughs> uh, Ash, have you been at a hospital?
0: No, you were you were correct the first time. It's a bar. <gasps>
2: it's a bar?
0: Oh, yeah, come so, on, Ash. So just to get on you, it's a beautiful little boutique cocktail bar, which is why the bathrooms are always clean. Most of your colleagues and friends are there as well. The yeah. only
3: <laughs> bar in the country... <laughs> With clean bathrooms.
2: Uh, all right, one last chance to get a point tonight, Zach. Rachel in Brisbane. Um, Rachel, where you've been, how odd would it have been if you'd seen the Prime Minister there?
0: Um, probably
2: not that odd, actually. Okay, okay not,
3: not that have odd. to see... oh, well, Sneaking not...
2: hospital again. <laughs> <laughs> Asking Parliament House. But you've got question too, Zach.
3: Oh, it could be that. But... Um, do you ever talk to your friends about this place, Rachel?
0: All
2: the time. Okay. All the time. Uh, okay. oh, that doesn't help. <laughs> uh, Rachel, how likely is it that you'll go to this place this weekend?
0: Does Friday night count?
2: Friday night does count.
0: Okay. Then, yes. It's okay. Pretty, like, it's like 100% likely. I'll
2: 100%. <laughs> Rachel's going there Friday night. So, we got it, it wouldn't be odd to see the Prime Minister there. No, you would be. No, she said it wouldn't be that odd to see the Prime Minister. Yeah, didn't yeah, she? sorry, sorry. Yeah. So, you could see the Prime Minister there. She goes all the time and she's going to be there Friday night. I'm thinking it's either a fancy restaurant or the airport. Those are the two options I'm thinking of.
3: I think airport.
2: Airport, because you'd see the Prime Minister coming and going from an airport, wouldn't you? He travels a lot. Certainly. Okay. Rachel, have you been at the airport?
0: You're pretty
2: close. Oh. I um, work for Flight Centre head office. Oh, Dom! Oh. You saw the plane. I saw the plane. You knew it was aviation. <laughs> yes,
3: I did. You just didn't know the exact
2: oh, building. Oh, so close. What a shame. That's uh, Is that five weeks now we haven't gotten a single plane?
3: It's a new record. <laughs> Not a positive can record. I, you say, oh, I
2: reckon we got to go away over the weekend. Let's go on a Collective Noun retreat. Mm-hmm. We'll do some workshops. We'll do some boot camps. And let's get our, our score up so we can get a point next week.
3: You know what we should do? We should go out on the street now and just yes. start surveying people.
1: <laughs> where have you been? Yeah, where have they come <laughs> from? This is Collective Noun with
2: Zach and Dom. Zach, I've made a bit of a risky purchase over the past few days. And, look, I need your advice on whether or not it was wise or mm-hmm. I've I I should be... Well, the the sad thing is it can't be refunded. It was a sale item. Whether I should just regret it.
3: Okay, well, Dom, I am your fashion consultant. Mm. I've had a lot of work this week as your fashion consultant. You really have. If you want to see my previous work, you can go to Collective Noun's Instagram page. Yep. Um, But what is it tonight?
2: So, I saw a shirt that I really, really liked. Like um, You know, sometimes you'll just be wandering, not even intending to buy anything, but then suddenly a shirt's there, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's for me.
3: That's never happened to me, but... (laughs) I can't imagine that it might happen.
2: Well, it happened. And the store only had one of these shirts in stock. And it didn't, it wasn't my size. I'll be honest. You know my size. I'm a medium normally, right? You say I should be a large. I wear medium clothes though. I picked this shirt up and it was an extra small. Oh, no. Now, my thinking is, and I'm sure there's a lot of people have been in this thought process before. I really like this thing. I reckon I could pull off a size or two lower. And that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I should give it a shot. Two
3: sizes lower when there's only four sizes. Well, you
2: do say that when I wear medium, it looks like it's a bit tight and I should go large. So (laughs) extra small. Look, it was certainly risky, but I have the extra small shirt here. I want to put it on.
3: Yeah, you put it on. You show Um, me what it is. I'm One imagining it's it. going to be a tight squeeze. Is it tight? Would you describe it as tight?
2: Um, I would say it accentuates my physique, my muscles.
3: Okay. You have taken really off there. your shirt. I have. And, right. um I, I wish this was the first time you've taken off your shirt <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's becoming more and more common in the last few weeks, actually. It's a nice shirt. It's like a charcoal-y kind of gray. It is bit,
2: isn't it? Oh, and I'm, um, I'm oh, Okay, so it's
3: like a polo. It's got a collar. What, what? I mean, not that it's a bad shirt, but it looks fairly unremarkable to me. Well, I don't I see just, why that caught your fancy. It.
2: I just liked it. Anyway, I'm going to stand up now and mm. give me a judgment. Do I pull it off? Okay, oh. let me
3: see your waist because that's going to be C. Okay, so it doesn't reach the belt. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a big indicator. That is a pull it down a little bit. So it's got a few wrinkles.
2: Yeah, yeah, there you go.
3: Mm. No, see, those wrinkles aren't pulling out because I think it's too tight across <laughs> your breast. <laughs>
2: I got to be totally honest with you. There I have stitched up a rip under the arm from when I first put it on. Already. <laughs> already. It's it's already uh, struggling. But you you know, know what you can
3: you know for people listening at home obviously you can't see this. Yeah. Think um, what Britney Spears is wearing in Hit Me Baby One More Time. <laughs> where you can see a midriff. <laughs> That's kind of like Dom's polo shirt. So not a success? Um, Do you have anyone smaller than you you can pass it on to? (laughs) Maybe like a
2: high schooler. It is kind of that sort of a size, isn't it?
3: If if you ever need to make it look like that you've grown a lot in a short period of time, (laughs) you should wear that shirt.
2: Uh, that is who we got time on the show tonight. If you want to hear the whole thing back, uh, the full show is podcasted. Search for Collective Now on iTunes. You can download it there. We'll see you tomorrow night at 11. Bye.
1: That's all from Collective Now. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.